Blog Talk Radio. The law of forgiveness is the title of the lesson. The law of forgiveness. From the lips of the Master Jesus, from St. Matthew, the sixth chapter, beginning at the twelfth verse. I'm going to read it to you and have you repeat it after me for emphasis as I shall pause. This is a part of what is called the Lord's Prayer, which Jesus taught the disciples, Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Now we have a definition of forgiveness from Reverend Ike, and I'm going to have you also repeat it after me as I shall read it. Forgiveness is rooting up. Forgiveness is rooting up. And letting go. And letting go. Of all hatred. Of all hatred. And hatred. Ladies and gentlemen, forgiveness has a greater importance than the average person ever realizes. Many times people think that forgiveness is something that you do for other people or to other people. But the first thing that I want to call your attention to is that forgiveness is what you do for yourself and, yes, to yourself. Forgiveness is for your own sake. So repeat after me. Forgiveness is for my own sake. You know, holding something against somebody else is just like two guys wrestling. In order to hold somebody else down, you have to stay down yourself. And in order to get a loose and rise, you have to turn the other person loose. Is that right? And so, to tell you the truth, forgiveness may also be symbolized in this way. Forgiveness is to stop wrestling with your hatreds and hurtreds. To stop holding something against somebody else. Because at the same time that you're holding something against somebody else, you are holding that same thing against yourself. Now, here's a statement again from Reverend Ike, and it's so important, we're going to read it together. You see, I'm dealing with forgiveness from a different perspective altogether. You're not just simply doing the other person a favor by forgiving him or her. The first person that you do a favor to by forgiving is who? Yourself. Now, here's what Reverend Ike says, and repeat it, as I shall read it, when I pause, you thunder it back at me and let it cleanse you of hatred and hatred, even as we shall read it. Everything which you do not forgive yourself or another for, will be repeated in your experience.
Now, we're going to make this personal, and in the first person, everything which I do not forgive another for, will be repeated in my experience. Forgive. Now let me tell you a secret at the start of this lesson. Are you ready now? Whenever you find that you are continually drawing people into your life that hurt you in some way, it is very possibly because you are carrying either hatred or hatred. And you are not forgiving. Now, I use the word hurtred. I've never heard it before until Reverend Ike used it. I heard a minister on television give me credit for that. But this television minister said, Reverend Ike has coined the word hurtred. And I said, God bless you. I know there are a lot of you good religious people here who would not dare have any hatred. You don't have any hatred in your heart. And some of you would be hateful, but you're scared of going to hell. And so you just forgive because you don't want to go to hell when you die. Well, I've got news for you. Hatred and hurtred are hell already. Right here, right now. Because one definition for hell is that hell is a soul on fire with its own misery. And there is nothing more miserable than a heart full of hatred or hatred. Now listen, you're going to have to confess today, even if you don't have any hatred, but to go around feeling hurt is hell, isn't it? Is that right? Now if you go through life continually getting hurt by people, collecting hurt, your soul will be on fire with its own misery. I keep telling folks, you don't have to physically die to go to either hell or heaven. I had breakfast in a heavenly place this morning. Coffee was $6 a cup. And I said, thank God for money. But I understood why the coffee was $6 a cup. And because there were antique chandeliers hanging everywhere. Arbathon carpets under my feet. Marble walls. And all of that luxurious ambiance. So I understood it was not just a cup of coffee. I said, this is heavenly. And I wasn't dead either. <laughs> But a soul on fire with its own misery, with hatred and hatred, is already experiencing hell. So not only do you forgive people that did you wrong so that you don't have hatred, you have to also get rid of your hatred. Hatred is just as bad as hatred. Now again, if for some reason you get hurt, the first thing you have to do is not forgive the person. The first thing you do is forgive yourself. Uh-oh. What do you forgive yourself for? Forgive yourself for getting yourself into the position of what? Getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, this is one of the major differences in this teaching. In this teaching, you are absolutely positively responsible for everything that happens to you. That's why a lot of people don't want this. Because we don't give you a devil for a scapegoat. You can't stay around here, the devil made me do it. Around here, you're your own devil, you're your own God. And no one can choose the path that you may try 
and none can save you from error or sin unless you will listen to the Spirit within. But you see, these thousands of years of religious conditioning has conditioned people to have so many convenient scapegoats. And I'm going to say it again, and I remind myself of this every time. Whenever you get hurt or offended in any way, it's because you either consciously or unconsciously put yourself in position to get hurt or offended. So when you get hurt or offended, maybe you won't pray a religious prayer. Maybe you'll pray a prayer like I pray. Lord, forgive me for getting myself in position for that SOB to hurt me. Let me clean it up a little bit so that all of you who don't have as much good religion as I've got can pray. It takes a lot of religion to pray the kind of prayers I pray. You see, God doesn't get offended in me. Jesus said, blessed is he who is not offended in me. Let me hear every one of you say, God, I forgive myself for getting in position to be hurt or offended. And you know a great secret I found out? Once I forgave myself, I didn't even have to forgive the other person. Because once I forgave myself, it was wiped out. Uh-huh. Reverend Ike, you mean to tell me that I'm the cause of that person offending me? I'm the cause of this person hurting me? I'm the cause of the person doing this, that, or the other to me? Yes, you are. You know where I'm at now? I'm right at the point now when Jesus began to teach and to tell the people the bold faith truth. They started leaving one by one. So this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? And only the twelve disciples stuck around. And he said to them, will you go away too? They said, no, Lord, lay it on us. Suck it to us. Where can we go? You have the words of eternal life. So one of the things around here, you learn not only that you are responsible for what happens to you, but you can also control what happens to you. And let me tell you this. Until you forgive, give up, root up, and let go of all hatred and hatred, you are going to continue to draw one series of hatred and hatred after another. I told you that the subconscious mind works in patterns. And to forgive is the rooting up and the letting go of all hatred and hate. You've got a big job when you get home this week. You've got a lot of root work to do. And I'm going to tell you something else. Once you discover that it's really yourself that you've got to forgive, it's really easier then to forgive because then you don't have to deal with that SOB. I want to read this with you one more time, and then I'm going to let you take notes. Repeat it after me again. Everything which I do not forgive, everything which I do not forgive myself, myself or, another fall, or another fall will be repeated in my experience, will be repeated in my experience until I do forgive. Now, you notice how people have experiences in patterns.
They're those people who say, as they said in the song about Charlie Brown, why is everybody always picking on me? Well, because Charlie Brown has a subconscious pattern of being hurt and picked on. Uh-oh. The song Born to Lose also shows a losing subconscious pattern of mind. And when you want to break the pattern of being hurt and offended by people, forgive them and hatred and hatred will lose power in your life. Forgive yourself and forgive all others and thereby free yourself from the wages of sin. As long as hatred and our hatred are rooted in your consciousness, they will bring forth their bitter, poisonous fruit until they are uprooted. Whatever is rooted in consciousness will bring forth after its kind. I'm about to deal with feeling for the moment. Whatever you feel deeply in your heart, you will draw to you. This is why if you feel lonely, I'm not talking about just a momentary thing. We have to learn how to handle those momentary moods. And if they're momentary and we change them immediately, they can't hurt us. But if you form a pattern of feeling lonely, that becomes rooted in your consciousness and you will be a lonely person. If you feel picked on, hurt, offended, plotted against, like you're a victim of hard luck, if you feel all of that in the depths of your subconscious mind, if that is rooted in your subconscious mind, you're going to draw that kind of thing into your experience. Because it is awareness, speaking as Jesus, which reveals, I am the root and the offspring. Say that. And I am is awareness. And if you have a feeling which is a deep awareness of being hurt and offended, you're always going to get those offsprings of hatred and offense. All experience springs from the root of subconscious awareness. Say that loudly. All experience springs from the root. All experience springs from the root of subconscious awareness. Forgive yourself for every occasion of being hurt or offended. Yes, forgive yourself for what others did to you. Now, the way to stop the repetition, again, of being hurt and offended is to quickly, when it does happen, forgive yourself for it. And very soon you'll have a handle on it and you can prevent. It's time for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Peace, everybody. Welcome to the Divine Connection Show, where we want to divinely connect with you. We are your hosts, Jessica and Tasia. Hope everyone's having a good week. I'm having a decent week. It's been gloomy and rainy here, um, but making the most of it, um, getting out when I can or when we can, exercising, running, um, 
you know. Trying to get those last runs in before the weather changes. Yeah. It's been like a very rainy autumn. So, um, but definitely making the most of it. I don't know how many people are out that listen to the show are actually working from home, but that is just, um, I don't know. That can put a damper, just this gloominess. But, um, yeah, anyway. Definitely benefits to it, though. Definitely benefits from working from home. Yeah, I'm not complaining, um, you know. So, but anyway, let's get into it. Just wanted to, wanted to um, chat, talk about how the week is going. Um, we're not going to try to keep you guys long. Um, but before we get started, one is to talk or just give a couple announcements in case um, we have some new listeners. But um, for the new listeners and for those that may not remember, we have a show on Sunday with Bathsheba. Um, it's a homeschooling show. And I knew the title, but I can't think of it right now. That's at 7 on Sundays. Monday, we have Bun Bay at 7 on Tuesdays. Um, we have Akeem L. with Truth Tuesday at 7. Wednesday, we have Solomon's Temple at 10 a.m. Thursday, we have the Divine Connection Show, which is us, at 7. And then Friday, we have Akeem Jr. at 7. So just wanted to plug everyone in. Make sure you're tuning in when you have your downtime um, because you know, we're just trying to grow and take over and put this information out there. We're still growing. We're still in the beginning stages. Some of you guys are further than us when it comes to going private, but we're learning a lot. So we're going to, as we're learning, we're going to be able to put more out there. And also you guys are going to be able to um, call us, those that are new, just like us, or fairly new, or just intro level to this information. Um, speaking of which, um, my Kings has been giving out really good information. Um, some may be over some, if you're new to this and some of it may be over your head a bit, but he, his shows have been really good. So if you have not been listening or if you missed it, just go back and listen to it. And even if you've already listened to it, go back and listen again, um, because he's just, he's growing as well and he's just getting more and more information as he's walking this walk so yeah and um if you're new um don't get discouraged because you can listen to it over and over i know i have to go back and listen to some things over and over before i get it but uh just stay with it 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 will click and Mm -hmm. once you actively work towards it it will all come together so just be diligent in what your goals are um, when it comes to this what do you want out of it and the benefits of uh, showing having that shown on paperwork of you uh, being a national um, is is really um, beneficial beneficial yes yeah so but yeah so what I have noticed um a lot this week, uh, they have been putting in the media numbers of oh, yeah. um, COVID cases going up. Um, right. Um, so with that, today we're going to go through um, some uh, ways that you can build your immune system. Um, yeah. We've touched on it a bit 
um, when this whole thing broke out, we started talking about, um, you know, vitamin C, elderberry, and things like that. Um, definitely make sure that since it's also flu season, the flu it killed like what was it, seventy nine, almost eighty thousand people last year alone. Um, just make sure, regardless of people, I know people believe that this whole pandemic is, you know, pandemic, <laughs> right? They have their sayings out here, but regardless, um, just make sure you're getting your immune system up because this pandemic, regardless of what it is, has affected all of us. Um, If we were already vitamin D deficient before, if you're working from home, you're even more susceptible to being um, vitamin D deficient. So make sure you're taking your vitamin D supplements um, because they were saying that um, that there's a new study that 80% of COVID patients were vitamin D deficient. And it's just, um, if you're vitamin D deficient, then you're prone to um, getting upper respiratory infections. You're not able to fight. Basically, if your body is out of whack, it's not balanced, you're more susceptible to not being your best self when coming when it comes to fighting infection. So basically, I mean, we're not, the sun is not here for us this week. So it's like I'm making sure I'm taking my vitamin D supplements. Um but um we know that there is a when there is a lack in vitamin D, um, you can get sick quicker. So you can get sick, um, you're tired, fatigued. Um, I know in the beginning of this COVID when um it all started, I was I had to Take my own advice. I didn't even realize that um, I had symptoms of vitamin D deficiency. Um, but yeah, like bone and back pain, um, depression, um, and also like your body's slow to heal when it comes to wounds, um, bone loss, hair loss, muscle pain. Um, there's a lot of different. So if you kind of feel like you're a little off or you're you know, you have some symptoms you've never experienced before, um, look into that. Get your levels checked. And most of the time, a lot of melaninated people, we are on that, um, you know, on the scale for being vitamin D deficient. So they just tell you to take a supplement. Um, But don't miss any days, not during this time. You want your immune system in tip-top shape. Um, Make sure you're taking, you know, vitamin C, it should be readily available now that things have kind of calmed down, but it looks like that we're about to get another rise um, with this whole pandemic thing. Um, and also um, try to get your chlorophyll intake in because there's many benefits of that too. Um, it boosts your immune system as well. It's, chlorophyll is like, what they call plant blood is another name for it. So think of that. Think of that as you know that the green, um, the green color in the plants, like greens, parsley, um, wheatgrass, all of that. Whatever makes the plants green, that's chlorophyll. So it pretty much supplements your green intake, your vegetables. 
it can. It helps, but it's not. Like wheatgrass, they say like two ounces is like constitutes uh, three to four pounds of vegetables. I don't think chlorophyll is like that per se, but it's still super beneficial because it also um, neutralizes, it purifies your blood, it oxygenates your body. So if you're having problems um, breathing up a respiratory um, issues, anything like that, and you're having circulation issues, definitely take chlorophyll. They sell it in liquid form and they sell it in capsule form. So just get that in you as well. It's also an odor neutralizer. Um, it just it's uh, super potent when it comes to antioxidants and um, nutrient rich and increases um, cellular energy production. It promotes um, detox and and your liver because you know your liver is very important as well. We got to do as much as we can to purify these organs that we need working because our organs were not really made to fight off what we have been subjecting them to these harsh from chemicals to the processed foods we were i mean god it made us uh great like our bodies are doing great for what they for what we have but i mean some sometimes they need some help so just make sure you're getting your supplements in and cleansing your organs um, and another thing to help you with your liver is marshmallow root or dandelion, dandelion tea. Um, it's very potent. It just helps, gives your organs, um, and gives your liver that extra boost. So any kind of supplement you can take or herbs to help target. And this, of course, it's not just good for one thing. It's always good for something else as well, but, um, give your body what it needs, and sometimes go on a fast, whether it be an intermittent fast or a daily fast. Um, and you know, you can make it a spiritual fast as well. But sometimes it's good to just take a break and give your organs a rest because if we're just making sure we're eating, like got to eat at this time, that time, three to four times a day, your body doesn't have a chance. Um, even if you are going through a cleanse, your body doesn't necessarily have a chance to break everything down and push it out. Just give it a give it a rest a bit. I mean, if you're super hungry, drink water if you're detoxing or cleansing. But, yeah, it's important that we take care of ourselves. And also chlorophyll is good with um, – um, it could be good for weight loss, anti-aging. It's good for your skin. Um, it can help ward off chronic diseases. Um, it's just overall helpful. But there was something I really wanted to point out about it. Um, and I can't remember now. I should have wrote it down. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. I just We just wanted to just reiterate that because um, things are going to get crazy again, possibly. So, um when people are worried, um, just do preventative measures. The best thing you can do is you're in good shape right now, or if you're not in the best shape, get in shape. Um, because when the time comes, if something were to come against you, which, you know, we get cold sometimes, you get sick sometimes, but you want your body to be able to fight it off. Speaking of which, these work from home jobs, we like them, but it's not good for our health. 
um, because, you know, have you guys heard of the saying, smoking, or what is it? Sitting is the new smoking, because that's how bad it is or it can be for your body. With this sedentary lifestyle that most of us have now, um, by not going anywhere, like you have to, it's hard, but you really mentally have to tell yourself every day to get up and move, exercise, work out, jog, do something. Because um, there has been studies that um, that shows that uh, that is detrimental to your health to be sitting for long periods of time. So I came across a um, a research study, and it was, it said, according to the study, sedentary behavior accounted for a large majority, more than 77% of all waking hours in participants, which is equivalent to 12.3 hours per 16-hour waking day. A person will need between 60 and 75 minutes a day of moderate to vigorous exercise to rectify the damage done to their bodies by sitting for those prolonged periods. So, like, that's a lot. And they gave a tip. So for every consecutive 30 minutes of sitting, stand up and move or walk for five minutes at a brisk pace to reduce the health risk from sitting. So basically um, I was thinking like, oh gosh, I got to add another hour to my day of exercising when really every 30 minutes get up, stand up and walk for like five minutes um, at a fast pace. And if you don't have, you know, if it's raining outside and do your stairs, if you have stairs, if not, I mean, walk around in circles around your table or something. Um, but definitely make sure you're moving. It's hard because we, we're, I mean, literally we could be lazy people. So I don't want to claim laziness over my life. So, we're, you know, let's not be lazy, but definitely try to take charge because also um, a sedentary lifestyle is bad for your memory. So I read that um, engaging in no physical activity is associated with around 25% increased risk for dementia compared to engaging in some physical activity, which was new news to me. I mean, I I heard about the smoking and things like that, but um, or it's being equivalent to smoking. But I didn't know about the memory, which all of it makes sense, you guys. So we just got to, we really got to take charge of our lives um, because you don't want to deal with the loss of memory loss when you're older. You just got to get the blood flowing. It's important, like, get your juices flowing. Get your, build your 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 um, white blood cells with wheatgrass and everything else. I mean, do what, do what you got to do. Even for myself, I've been, I mean, people that are close to me know that I hate, and that's a strong word, but it's real. I absolutely do not like working out, but if I am out here on a regular jogging or and walking a mile every day, 
I mean, yes, anybody can get up and do something. So make yourself. I know what got it, what did it for me was um, I knew I worked in a really large building and I did laps around. We always took breaks and we walked the building and I would get an average of 4,000 to 5,000 steps a day. So when I realized I was not getting that at all, nowhere near, I had to do something to make up for that loss because I'm starting to see it on my body and then with my health. So before things got out of control, I decided to take charge of my life, you know, get it back, get my body back in shape and get my health back. Yeah. It takes a And here's a tip for you and um, whoever else needs it. Um, as far as you say you don't like working out, it doesn't actually have to be like a workout, like, right. oh, I'm running. It could be an activity as long as you're getting up and you're moving. Mm-hmm. Even like back in the day when weaves were really pop- popular. What? Weaves. Nintendo weaves. Oh, the Wii game. Yeah. yeah. The Wii oh, game. yes. Yeah. So that was fun. But, you know, it doesn't have – if you think, okay, this is a workout. Right. Then <laughs> – it makes it even harder for that you to stay consistent with it. So um, yes. what I do, um, I just try up different things. So mm-hmm. um, I don't stick with one program for a very long time. I like to switch it up. So I know before I tried um, different workouts, uh, I did a dance workout with ballet, and that was something different. And, like, this week I just started um, doing a boxing class, boxing mm-hmm. classes. So, and then I was biking before every morning, but now I run with you mm-hmm. in the morning. So just switching it up, yeah, it helps for Absolutely. me. Absolutely, yeah. So you could take that and just try not to make it like it's a chore. A chore. Yeah. yeah. Like if you don't feel like going, don't go, but don't let that be like every day. Like for me, I'm like, Oh no, I don't feel like going, but I have to make up for it in another way. I mean, I get 5,000 steps in a day, but you know, at least I did a 10 minute workout. Sometimes I only do 10 minute workouts, you guys. But yeah, that's the thing. You can't put yourself up about it. You mm-hmm. know, um, if you fall off one day, you like, well, tomorrow I just got to, you know, go hard, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, I mean, everybody has, well, not, I want to say everybody, but mm-hmm. it's easy to, to miss a day. Right. But you just got to get back. Oh, so, yeah. But speaking of not just our natural body, we want to also build our spiritual immune systems or what do you call it, Paige? Basically spiritual immunity because, that's just as important. I mean, it's like a, a holistic lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. so we touched base on just a reminder, you guys. You guys know the, these things. Just sometimes you just need a reminder to, you know, take your supplements, build your body, and now we're going to talk about, you know. Yeah, with that, and as, as far as that, we do touch that in our book the uh, pandemic survival guide we have some tips in there about building your immune system and then um, some, some other things that mm-hmm. we haven't talked about over the air right. yeah so take a look at that and um, moving on to your spiritual immunity um, there are some ways to build it up and uh, the first way is uh, through truth um, um 
quick. Jael said, came across some supplements that gave them incredible work. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good, Jael. Yeah, and we actually, there's, uh, we have some uh, friends that actually used, like, the chlorophyll mm-hmm. um, that helped. Uh, we had uh, somebody that used the mullein. The mullein? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had a friend that had diagnosed with pneumonia and COVID, um, which the pneumonia was worse than the COVID. The COVID was over in, like, a couple of days for him, but he also took the mullein and chlorophyll and vitamin C and all the supplements um, that I I could recommend. Um, anyway, he's he re- completely recovered, but he was not necessarily one of those people that, um, should I say, he wasn't on life support or anything like that, but his O2 saturation, which is um, your oxygen levels, you're supposed to be at 95 and above. He was at 88, and it was going down, decreasing. So he was on oxygen. He was in ICU for a couple weeks, um, but he built himself up, and um, he was he's good. He's, he's back at work. Um, it was a fight, but also that leads to – uh, leads me to say, like, why it's so important for you to work out, work your lungs, work your heart, strengthen them now because um, I had a heart reality last year with a loved one that had pneumonia so severe that she almost died like three times. And, you know, the doctors were saying, if you don't use it, you lose it. So when infection does invade your body, it's harder for your body to fight that off. I'm not saying that people that are in tip-top shape don't get sick and pass away, but at least don't make it easy for infection to just succumb your body and take over and have victory over you. But um, so Giles said he got herbs from ancestral supplement. Okay, beef organs. Okay. Time to take a look at that. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. I'm always interested in learning about new supplements. But, yeah, so go ahead, Tage, because, um, you know, we could talk about this stuff all oh, day. Oh, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. But, yes, uh, so building your spiritual immunity and doing that is through uh, truth. So study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightfully dividing the word of truth. So, you know, you got to stay on top of studying for yourself. You have to research it yourself. Akeem says it all the time. Do your research. Seek out your information yourself. And that way it's more valuable to you, and then you won't be fooled by information that's untrue. So, be careful what information you take, what sources you take, um, especially right now with the pandemic and everything that's going on. You need to make sure that um, you do your research on what's actually happening and what's going on and don't be fooled by propaganda and mm-hmm. um, the news and what's going on. Like some stuff doesn't make sense. Yeah. It just really doesn't make sense. So be careful of that. Um, building immunity as well with um, for righteousness. Uh, righteousness is purity of the heart. 
uh, work on keeping your heart pure. In Hebrews, um, in, in Hebrew, uh, righteousness means equity of equality of character or act. So this means building your character. Be true to your values. You just can't always just. Um, you have to stay true to who you are. You have to stay true to your values, what principles you have. Your values develop your principles. Your principles, they help you make quality decisions. So in righteousness, building your character, keeping your heart pure, and knowing what you stand for. Yeah, because your morals and your values, I mean, they're who you are. They're who you exude. Not saying they don't change over time, but at your core, that's who you are. So that makes up your character too. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. And then through peace. Now we had talked about peace before, but just a reminder or for whoever's missed it, um, peace comes through preparation. So even with preparing for what is to come or what may come, that brings peace in knowing that you're secure. And And, um, peace, also to work on peace, um, meditation brings peace, um, limiting uh, what you take in, such as media, social media or the news, um, journaling, um, just some, a few things uh, to touch on, whatever brings you peace. And I know that's, that's something that you have to tap into sometimes, like when it comes to peace, because sometimes things can get chaotic, but if you practice it by meditating and knowing, learning how to tap into it, then sometimes you're well-versed at balancing out all the noise, maintaining your peace through it all, even if you got to go off on it. For a second, sometimes that's what I got to do. Go mm-hmm. off for a moment, take some time, and just breathe and, you know, uh, really saw that stress or anxiety or something that's building up. That you, like, get ahead of it. Don't, like, let it fester. Don't let it grow. Mm-hmm. Like, try to release it. I mean, easier said than done sometimes. I'm not going to say I do that all the time, but, yeah, I try and then another way to build is through faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's in Hebrews 11.1. 1. And I wanted to read it, the Amplified Version. Now, faith is the assurance, title, the confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Now, we have to have faith, um, not just in God, because God is faithful. He is faithful, but we also have to have faith in ourselves, have faith in our abilities, have faith in our journey, have faith in what we invested into our life that we're going to get that return based on the outcome that you are trying to achieve. Because um, it all starts within. So in order to activate that outward manifestation, 
you have to really believe. And as Reverend, Reverend Ike says, what you feel deeply in your heart, it will become rooted into your subconscious. And then that manifests to the natural. I think you should pause and take that in. <laughs> You know what I mean? That was like one of those things like you got to, when someone says it, it's like, okay, because you have to, when you just said that, that made me think about myself in a sense. You know, how that, it's kind of like with dreamers do you daydream and you go off and like, okay, mm-hmm. what you just said when you said about Reverend Ike, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah, and even in daydreaming, um, that's good you said that, because even with that, um you have to visualize what you believe what you are going to achieve. And if you can see it, how is it going if you if you don't see it first yourself, how is it gonna mm-hmm. come? You know? Right. So next to build through salvation. Uh, salvation is the act of saving, preservation from destruction, danger, or great calamity. In Hebrew, it's defender defense. So you have to build up a defense against negative thinking, negative influences, negative energies, negative people, negative atmosphere. You have to guard yourself in situations with people, um, and you also have to be careful not to put yourself into harm's way. So you just have to really be careful and make sure that you put that hedge of protection around you. Mm-hmm. That's good, Chase. I like it. And then uh, lastly, building through words. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Proverbs eighteen twenty one. So your 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 words are so powerful, so powerful, um, just as your thoughts. But you have to be careful what you speak to the. You can either speak life, or you can either speak death. Yeah, and see how I said I didn't want to speak laziness over my life? Like, it's that simple, like, that quick sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, and then the rest of it says, and those who love it and indulge in it will eat the fruits and bear the consequences of their words. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, that goes back to the daily things that you do every day. You either write it and speak it get out into the atmosphere so that it, everything can align and move, rotate for everything to start flowing and coming your way. I mean, I mean, the greatest example we have is in the word of God, when God said, let there be light and there was light, everything that he spoke, yeah. it became into existence. So you have to activate that God inside of you. And tell whatever it is, if it's a situation, you have to tell that situation it's going to change for your better. With the tree, yeah. So we have that same power, those words. So that's why you have to be careful. You can either build 
yes, bless our curse. Even yourself, yourself, not just yourself, but others too. You have to be careful what you say about your children. Yeah. Don't say, oh, that child's bad. Or just they say worse than that. But, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, that's just as an example, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you really have to be careful. And even if somebody says something about you, you have to reject those words. Mm-hmm. You have to cast those down. Yeah. So don't don't accept it. Reject those negative words. Everything, renounce everything that was spoken negatively about yourself. And then say what is true. Yeah. You better talk to Asia over here. So to sum all that up, um, the base of the spiritual immunity is the full armor that full armor of God. Now it's not just it's other things, but tonight we're talking about building your spiritual immune system. So if you look in Ephesians six, you'll find put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Stand against the wiles of those devils out here. Mm-hmm. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, that says a lot. It's not, it's not all about this physical world. It's spiritual. It's bigger than what mm-hmm. we perceive it to be sometimes. Yeah. The wickedness in high places. So that's just to say there's something else here <laughs> that's not just us. Mm-hmm. Wherefore, take unto you the, the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all to stand. Mm-hmm. Stand, therefore, having the loins girt about with truth, and having the breastplate of righteousness and your feet with the preparations of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word, which is the word of God. So there you have it. That is how you protect yourself out here, how you build up this immune system for your spirit. And um, I'm glad that we, we did touch this because it reminded me that I have to constantly put on my full armor every day and not leave any leaks, any vulnerable spots spiritually to be able to be attacked. So just take these things, meditate on this. We have um, someone with their hand raised. I'm going to let you on here. Sorry, Chase, were you? Oh, I'm I'm done. Yeah. 917-832. 917-832. Islam, Islam, how are you, Sina? Oh, oh hi. Peace. Peace, 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 peace. 
I hear you bringing all these wonderful blessings in this time of calamity and doubt and misconception and confusion. It's greatly welcome. All right. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to hear that. Okay. Yeah, so, well, I'm glad that today is touching people's hearts. Um, We're getting good feedback. Um, But, yeah, just to make sure that we're all, let's all be on the same page. Let's all be divinely connected. Connect with your brother, your sister. We're all kings and queens out here. Let's live as such. Let's operate. Let's unite. And let's move forward, you know. Let's not give in to the hype and let's maintain our sanity and let's just do right with what we have right now. This life that we've been blessed with, you know, um, we're given this one body right now. So let's do what we can with it, Mm -hmm. you know. Get the maximum time um, with it and use out of it, Yeah, absolutely. Speak life over yourself, over your family, and put life into you. Food, spirit, pray, meditate, fast, do what you need to do. And with that being said, um, any other comments at all? We do like you guys to engage. Yes, we appreciate you for calling in, um, brother. Yeah. Um, and um, those that are in the chat, we appreciate it. Um, I know Jael gave us um, a resource for getting some supplements on Amazon for um, ancestral supplements. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. He said that they have an excellent line of products. So, yeah. So, anyway. We are winners out here, and let's just keep keep going, no matter what it looks like outside. All right, so, well, you guys, we will talk with you again next week. But in the meantime, listen to all our shows that we have going on. We're really just all trying to make a difference out here, and it's very helpful. I enjoy the shows myself so all right everyone have a good night peace peace all right i want to tell you how to use your mind power to get what you want now i mean right here in atlanta right here in georgia right there wherever you are looking and listening first of all You have to use your mind power to believe in yourself. The religious people would say to me, Oh, yes, Reverend Ike, you're telling people about believing in themselves, but what about believing in God? Well, who do you think God is? God has no personality except in man and as man. And God is not a big man in the sky. God is the real man in me. Let each person say this because this is the truth of everyone. God is not a big man in the sky. God is the real man in me.
We have another way of saying it, and I want to give you this prayer of affirmation to take with you so that you can have what you want now. God is the presence and power within me right now. Together, God is the presence and power within me right now. Another way that we can state it in this philosophy of the science of living is this. God is the mastermind working through me now. God is the mastermind working through me now. Come on, together. God is the mastermind working through me now. Oh, you're getting turned on. Now, people say, well, Reverend Ike, what about believing in God? Please hear this. Your faith is no good until you learn to have faith in yourself. How in the world can you believe in somebody in the sky and you don't even believe in the somebody in you? How in the world can you believe in a Jesus that walked in Galilee and not believe in the God that walks in you? Oh, I think we're getting through. Somebody say, wow. wow. Say it again. Care how much faith you may have in a God in the sky until you learn to have faith in the God in you your faith is dead it's no good to you God in the sky is no good to you only God in you is of any value to you the most important thing in the world is what you believe about yourself that's the most important thing. Your entire experience is fabricated out of what you believe about yourself. And mind you, I always have to point this out. It is not important what other people believe about you. It's only important what you believe about yourself. And you see, you have to be the kind of person that you can believe in. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be truthful with yourself. You have to be decent within yourself. And then you can believe in yourself. I want to say something that may be a little rough for clergymen to say again on international television. Once you learn to believe in yourself correctly, you are no longer worried about what other people are thinking or saying about you. Hear this. Until you learn to believe in yourself regardless of what other people say or think, you're not going to get very far. As a matter of fact, you have got to come to that point in your experience where you know that your nose is clean, your business is straight, and you don't give a damn about what other people think about you. Excuse me, saints. 
Now someone may be asking, well, Reverend Ike, how do I believe in myself? How do I go about it? Well, first of all, you have to believe that God is within you. Especially your religious people hear this if you don't hear anything else. God does not work for you from up in the sky. God works for you from within your very own mind. And I want you to make a personal affirmation out of that. God works for me from within my very own mind. Come on, say that to yourself. God works for me from within my very own mind. You know, I used to get down on my knees and pray all those nice little Sunday school prayers for years, trying to get a God in the sky to do something for me. And I didn't get very much until I learned that God wasn't working for me from up in the sky, but God is working for me from within my very own mind. And the verse of Scripture brings this out. Be you transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind. You see, the thing about people is they don't want to change their thinking. They don't want to change their minds. People want to change everything but themselves. People know exactly what everybody else ought to do, but they don't know what the hell they ought to do. <laughs> but you see, when you get into your own mind and you get a hold on yourself, then God, the mastermind in you, will lead you and guide you and tell you what to do. You know, people even know how to t even know what God ought to do. People try to tell God what to do. Well, God changed this person, changed that person. God changed this, that, and the other. But they don't want to change their negative thinking. But you must be transformed, as the Bible says, how? By the renewing of your mind. Hear this, please. Everywhere the Bible says believe, it means believe in yourself. It means believe in the presence of God in you. It means believe in the power of God in you. When the Bible says believe in the Son of God, that's you. It means believe in yourself. You must also use your mind power to believe that you can be and do and have the good which you desire. The first step to achieving your desire is to believe that you can so let me hear every one of you raise your hands and shout, I can! I can! Once again, I can! All right, you're on the way. In the next few minutes, you'll be really turned on. And when I come back to Atlanta, you'll have some fantastic testimonies. Now, this is for religious people. You who are not religious, this may not be your hang-up. And with all due respect, let me say this. The people I have found in this world who have the worst hang-ups are the religious people. <laughs> it is my experience that most of the time now, when I try to help people in this business of mind power, I have to first of all help them get rid of some of their religious hang-ups. And I've found out also, many times the more religious people are, the more hung up they are. 
So now here's one of the hang-ups that some religious people have that you must throw away. You see, you must believe that you deserve the good which you desire. But you know, in the old religion, they would teach us to pray and say, Lord, I'm not worthy. I got you. Lord, I don't deserve your goodness. Now let's all confess. How many of you have ever prayed like that? Let me put my hand up and confess. I, I have. As a matter of fact, I know some prayer books that are just full of all kind of prayers that tell God how bad we are. Well, Lord, I, I, I'm not worthy of a thing. As a matter of fact, in the Bible, there was one man who prayed and said, Lord, I'm not worthy of the least of your mercies. Let me cut you loose from that hang-up right now. Whenever you pray and say, Lord, I'd like to have such and such a thing, and right behind it you say, Lord, I'm not worthy, you might as well forget it. You're not going to get it. <laughs> and, and here again, you know, there's one of those old hymns that they taught us to sing also. We would stand up and sing and say and call ourselves such a worm as I. Honey, that's dangerous. If you think of yourself as a worm, you're going to get the treatment that a worm gets. What happens to a worm? A worm gets what? Steps on. Now you know why you're always getting stepped on. Believe that you're worthy. So let me give you this affirmation to shout with me as we go into the closing moments of this service. Shout with me, I am worthy of all of God's goodness. Come on together. I am worthy of all of God's goodness. I don't know why they taught me to pray that anyway. I think I deserve all of God's goodness. What do you mean I don't deserve? You always get what you believe you deserve. If you don't believe you deserve anything, you're not going to get anything. Now listen, and this will help some of you young people and all of you. In Hollywood the other day, I spoke to a young man who's been trying to get ahead in his career. And he said, Reverend, I just have not been able to get ahead in my career like I would like to. He said, and Reverend, I'm looking for someone to believe in me. And I've replied to him in a sermon in these words. You have to first of all believe in yourself and others will believe in you. You have no right to ask someone else to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. Come on and say, wow. When you believe in yourself correctly and positively, then you can do what you want to do, have what you want to have, and nothing can hinder you. One additional point quickly here. You must use your mind power to decide clearly what you want. You would be surprised to know how many people haven't decided what they want. Another young man said to me a few years ago, someone offered him a four-year scholarship to college, and he was talking to me about it. And he said, Reverend, he said, someone has offered me a four-year scholarship to college, full-paid scholarship. And he said, but Reverend, I have no goals. 
If someone said to me, what's your ambition, what's your goal? I couldn't tell them because I have no goals. Decide what you want to be, to do, and to have. And the moment you decide what you want, things will start clicking in your favor. Use your mind power. Because a man is a slave until he learns to use his mind. A man is ignorant until he learns the power of his mind and how to use it for his good. A man is lost in spite of his religion until he learns the power of his mind and how to use it for his good. And it doesn't matter how much religion you have. You're lost in spite of your religion until you learn to use your mind. It doesn't matter how much formal education you have. A man is ignorant until he learns to use his mind in order to be, to do, and to have the good which he desires.